This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, February 14th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. A lot of people are up in arms about some potential Airbnb and the like news that's coming down the pike. A report was presented to the county council on Monday analyzing the current situation of the vacation rental by owner properties in Anne Arundel County. And some of the statistics were pretty shocking. I know many hotel owners and B&B owners have been very upset that the Airbnb properties don't have to play by the same rules that a bed and breakfast does. Some of the statistics that really stood out for me was the increase in the Airbnb revenue from 11% of the transient market in 2016 to up to 23% right now, while hotel revenues remain pretty stagnant. Eventually, they're going to come up and hotels are going to go down. And the hotel 7% tax is what funds the city of Annapolis, part of their budget, the county, part of their budget, as well as visit Annapolis. Now, when we talk about a 7% hotel tax, we're talking about this being applied to the guest, not to the homeowner. A lot of people don't understand that distinction, but yes, it would indeed raise your price 7% if you are an Airbnb owner, but it would also do that to everybody else that you're competing with. So it would be transparent. Airbnb would collect the tax and remit it to the taxing authority. I think where a lot of the outrage comes is that a lot of this income is unreported. And now if a taxing authority is receiving tax, they're going to know exactly how much you made. And to give you an idea of how much you made, last year, Annapolis, and that does include the city and the areas that identify as Annapolis, earned $13,625,502 for 502 homes, which works out to be about $27,141 per home. And of course, that's obviously if all things are being equal. Significant. Visit Annapolis believes that had we had a 7% tax for these properties in 2018, that would have led to an additional $1.4 million in tax receipts. If you project that out to 2021, the number increases to $2.8 million per year. So I would expect to see some Airbnb-type discussions going on at the county level as well as the city level. Speaking of the city, Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley has now established an Annapolis Waterways Cabinet, which is a group of decision makers and environmental stakeholders to ensure the effective implementation of the city's goals regarding water quality. And this little cabinet is huge, so I don't know how effective they're going to be because large committees have a tendency to do a large amount of nothing. But it's going to have designates from the Environmental Matters Committee, the Spa Creek Conservancy, Arundel's River Federation, Severn Riverkeeper, Severn River Association, and Annapolis Green, Anne Arundel County Watershed Stewards, other community representatives from Weems Creek, College Creek, Spa Creek, Back Creek, and others as determined by the mayor, And city employees that will sit on the committee are the mayor, the city manager, the directors of the office environment policy, director of public works, director of planning and zoning, director of transportation, and the director of recreation and parks. The mayor will conduct quarterly meetings of the cabinet, and they will be issuing a report once a year, no later than the 30th of September. The first meeting has not been scheduled yet. It should be taking place fairly soon. A very disturbing story out of Somerset County. A nurse at the Crisfield High School and Academy has been charged with sex crimes involving four students. 
State police said that 33-year-old Samantha Marsh of Chrisfield would drive around in her van to pick up the students, then drive to various locations for different sex crimes. She's been charged with 10 counts of a fourth-degree sex offense, four counts of a perverted practice, four counts of contributing to the condition of a child, one count of attempted fourth-degree sex offense, and we understand that she has admitted to performing oral sex on three of the students. The students were all from Crisfield High School and Academy, and police have said that they do not believe any of the offenses actually occurred on the school grounds. She's being held without bond, and she is on administrative leave from the school. Nine hospitals in Maryland are among the top 250 hospitals in the country for 2019, according to a new list just released by Health Grades. And in Maryland, unfortunately, we don't have any in Anne Arundel County, but if you are injured someplace else or you look to go someplace else, these are the ones that made the grade. Frederick Memorial Hospital, Holy Cross Hospital in Silver Spring, Howard County General, Johns Hopkins Bayview, MedStar Franklin Square, Peninsula Regional Medical in Salisbury, Suburban Hospital in Bethesda, the Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore, and the University of Maryland St. Joe's Medical Center in Towson. And finally, if you have a nut allergy, I have great news for you. Carroll's Creek Cafe has taken a monumental step in going nut-free. No nuts allowed at Carroll's Creek. It took months of planning and research, but now they have passed a rigorous inspection required to achieve a coveted nut-free certification from Kitchens with Confidence. It's a national leader auditing food services and processing facilities for allergies. Owner Jeff Jacobs said those suffering from allergies understand a safe environment is critical to their health. And Jeff's own son has a severe nut allergy, so this was a little bit personal for him as well. Jacob said that typically a restaurant that goes nut-free just changes their menu up a little bit and offers a nut-free alternative, and that may be okay for some people, but not for everybody. Carroll's Creek did go the extra mile, and actually it's more than an extra mile. It's a lot more miles, but they wanted to make sure that no nuts were encountered anywhere in the food chain. They said they had to identify new suppliers because it was found that some products such as flour, milk, and bread were produced alongside other items that did contain nuts, and there may have been some minor cross-contamination. And it's not all about the food. The management and the staff had to undergo rigorous training. And every square foot of the restaurant, from the loading dock to food storage to obviously the kitchen to the dining rooms, all underwent a thorough top-to-bottom inspection and sanitation to remove any potential nut residue that may have been existing there. So if you do have a nut allergy, Carol's Creek Cafe right there on Severn Avenue in Eastport. Okay, that does wrap it up for the news today. It is Thursday. You want to make sure that you hang out because we've got Trevor with your Annapolis Maker Minutes. Give us a recommendation or a review if you're someplace where you can do that. And check out that top link in our show notes and find out all the different ways you can connect with us. And coming up right after this message from WRNR, of course, we have George Young with a typical wacky Maryland weather forecast. Join WRNR for the 7th Annual Holistic Health Fair, Saturday, February 16th at the Hotel Annapolis. Find healing and health through a more natural approach with displays and demos for everything from Pilates to pet therapy. Plus, healthy living and wellness experts will be on site for group and one-on-one sessions. Interested in a healthier lifestyle? Join us at the 7th Annual WRNR Holistic Health Fair. Details at WRNR.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, February 14th. 
Yesterday saw the return of sunshine to the skies above, which brought some much-needed mental relief to all of Anne Arundel County after two rough days to start the work week. And today will be even better with high temps near 50-plus degrees, combining with lighter winds to make what will likely be the best day of the week. Looking ahead, Friday will be warm, with temps possibly reaching the 60s, but it comes with a chance of rain and considerable cloudiness all day. And then the weekend comes with much colder temps and a chance of a rain-snow mix both Saturday and Sunday. So enjoy it out there today while we have it, because it will likely be the last sunny day for a while. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there with the sunny, calm conditions. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at DMVWeather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Get your house in order. We all have our wish list for our house, interior, exterior, lawn, or garden. Come on out to the Mid-Atlantic Exposition's Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo on February 23rd and 24th in Annapolis. Come on out and hear TLC and HGTV's Vern Yip dish the tips on making your home something incredible. Visit dozens of home improvement contractors and suppliers and kick back for seminars about remodeling, common tree problems, staging your home before you sell it, or get an antique appraised. You know, they even have some wine tasting from Code Point Winery. The Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo is Saturday, February 23rd from 10 to 6 and Sunday the 24th from noon to 5 at the Byzantium Center on Riva Road. Admission is only $5 and when you come out, you'll automatically be entered into the She 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 Shed sweepstakes. I'm not going to say that a second time, but you could win a She Shed valued at $3,000 from Pine Creek Structures. The Annapolis Spring Home and Garden Expo, February 23rd and 24th at the Byzantium Center. We'll see you there. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Tonight, the Annapolis Maritime Museum's Winter Lecture Series continues with Submerged Aquatic Vegetation, Restoration Strategies for the Chesapeake Bay. Dr. Stephen Aylstock will be discussing the many techniques used to propagate bay grass that were pioneered at the Environmental Center at Anne Arundel Community College. Also continuing, on Saturdays in February, Historic London Town Gardens has their Winter Lecture Series on the African American Experience. This Saturday will be Historical Character Interpretation, Connecting the Dots. Brenda Parker shows how to create a more complete story of African-American people in the past using various available resources. Saturday at Art Farm in Annapolis is Marbling Day. Drop in between noon and four and marble a silk scarf or paper. We did this during the Chocolate Binge Festival and the scarves came out really awesome. Tomorrow, Thin Art in Annapolis on the upper part of West Street is having a gallery show and live music featuring four amazing artists, Tess Crawford, Sean Chikaya, White Gold, and Rivka, as well as special guests Ryan Walsh and Christian Pruitt. Doors open at 7, there's a $5 cover, and you're welcome to bring your own liquid refreshments. Saturday at the Benjamin Banneker Museum and Park in Ellicott City is Meet Mary Banneker. Mary Banneker was a key part of her community and family. Learn how Mary prepared for winter by drying herbs, sewing blankets, and using plants to care for her family in the 1700s. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library System this week, on Saturday in Rivera Beach, go on a VR expedition with a virtual field trip around the world. Monday at the Temporary Library in Annapolis at the Old Capitol Building at 2000 Capitol Drive is Museum on the Move. Explore the 
the lives of famous African-American Marylanders, history, culture, art, and STEM with museum educators from the Banneker-Douglas Museum. Be sure to call the register. Monday at the Brooklyn Park Library is Slime Time, making your own custom slime to take home. And also Monday, but at the Crofton Library, is 3D Print Design Class. Use Tinkercad to design a 3D object that will be printed after the event. Laptops are available for the first 20 students to use. And at Annapolis Makerspace this week, tomorrow night we're doing another one of our monthly game nights. We'll have board games, card games, from simple to complex. There'll be a little bit of everything for people to check out and try. If you're interested in tabletop analog gaming, come by and hang out and play a few games. And on Tuesday, we're starting up a new monthly meet talking about CAD and CAM and CNC routers using Autodesk Fusion 360. Beyond just 3D modeling, Russ will discuss CAM programming, setting up the router, as well as router maintenance and improvements. And as always, Mondays are for woodworking. Come on by and see what our woodworkers are up to. And Thursdays are electronics night for anything electronics, from Raspberry Pis to Arduinos to bare metal electronics. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Meetup and keep up on everything that's going on with us and some of our friends in the Steam community. And as always, you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.